<laughs> what was funny was I'm sitting down with her and she goes, can I ask you a real question? I go, yeah. She goes, what's your plan when you don't want to take pictures no more? And I said, and I just list out some stuff. She said, my uncle has not decided. She's like, he's older. He never had a vision of what he wanted to do outside of being a photographer. She said, he doesn't like taking pictures no more. He has a studio, but, you know, she said he didn't ever plan to take pictures outside of a studio just to let you know how old he is. She said he never thought about life after photography. So he's stuck here because he wants to retire. But he's like, I don't. This is the only skill I had, or I never planned on having somebody to come in and run my studio while I just collect a check, but I can come in as I want. She said, tell your followers, she said, um, now I sound like Jesus, like I got a followership. <laughs> she was like, because she, she found out about the group. She was like, tell them to now plan what's the end goal. And I was like, mm. Mm-hmm. She said, I meet so many people. And she was a white lady, and she was mad cool. And um, she came back to me for the second meeting. She said, all right, I got a plan for you. And she said, this is going to be the goal for your photography. She said, and you got to push this this uh, podcast. Mm. She said, she said, let me tell you a personal issue I have. She said, my wife is black. I said, okay. She said, we hate our photography, our wedding photography. Wow. She said, um, she said, we didn't really realize you needed to find a photographer who know how to shoot both ra- both races or people of different colors at the same time. Right, right. She said, and I felt like if we definitely would have had a black photographer, they would have been able to get that down pack mm-hmm. easier. She said, I want you to push this podcast. And she said, I think she said, uh, I think that's something you need to talk about, too. So I was like, OK, now, mind you, I knew, first of all. I don't want to sound like an asshole, like, oh, I knew she was lesbian, but uh, I knew she was lesbian. Let's put it like that. (laughs) But when she told me, she was like, it's always like weird when you hear like um, people that's not of color come up and be like, you need to push this. But when she was like, no, my wife is black Mm -hmm. and this is something that we struggle with. And she was probably about my complexion. Mm -hmm. So she was like, man, you're the same color. She was like, but my wife. And I was like, yeah. And I said, you know, it's always funny for me. I'm like, when we take family photos, because I'm looking at it, and I'm like, all right, I'm the lightest one in my family. Mm-hmm. My dad, he like your complexion. I'm like, yeah. oh, gosh, I hope this person know what the hell they doing, man. <laughs> but anyway, man, what's up, man? Hey, bro, you all got to make sure your ISO settings are right. You got to make sure. Bruh, <laughs> who are you telling? Some people can get overexposed easily in those situations. I've actually been in one of those situations recently. Pull your mic up. I know you can't hear yeah. yourself. You can hear yourself in the headphones. I talk low like this normally, so just, my bad. Just, uh, <laughs> Yeah, just have it up, man. No doubt. See, the technology that you have in here, bro, I was I was really slouching on it. The fact that it's a strong structure and a heavy Man, microphone. that's a $10 stand from uh-huh. Uh, Amazon. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Every anyway. time I buy one of these mics, <laughs> they go discontinued on Amazon. And the brand, like, changes the edition of the mic yeah. and jumps the price. They double the price. So, like, these mics, I got them for $80, right? That's clutch. 
Bro, they like two hundred. I feel like I'm in a studio for real, for real. And we trying to, man. Shout out to Jacquees in the background. That's our seats. If you ever hear it, oh, I'm about to say for real. That's what's we call. Yeah, we call uh, me and Kiana when she was here. She was like, "Yo," we was like, "We gotta get a name." Shout out to Inspirare. Inspirade. Inspirade. I guess that's it. She gonna she gonna kick your ass. You know, so I said it right. Law said it wrong. Key, don't kill us yet. I so, love what's going on, inspiring and motivating the people. Yeah, she doing good with it, man. I'm trying to get her to keep it going, make yeah. some videos, man. But she be on TikTok cutting up. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna get a TikTok, man. Maybe I, I should, but I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to ban TikTok. Is he really? That's man, what he said. Listen, man. I've been staying. I've been trying to stay out of the news as much as possible. But uh, why, man? We mean why? What's wrong with the news, Ooh, man? You know, it's not. I'm. Not always been like the positive vibes only person, but you know, <laughs> I got enough going on in the real world. <laughs> I don't need a what's wrong, man. News coverage to make me feel any different than what I already do. Bro, you know what I mean, but you might as well. You're right. You're right. Hop on the news, bro. Just hop on. I'm trying to get my computer, my my shit to work. Niggas are probably. Uh oh. What is going on? Uh oh. It's all good, people. We're gonna Yo, get it to work. This is what day. happens when you got high um high end technology and. Quality recording. I wish, man. Yeah. It's all good. So what's what's new with you? What's new? What's with new? Me? Man. How's uh, photography going? Photography's been good. Um what's most recent is I I guess doing athletic photography. Mm. Uh it's been really interesting since uh, Corona's been around, but um I got a chance to shoot some parts of the Pro Am, mm. um Charlotte Pro Am here in Charlotte. So that's been pretty cool. Can't really talk too much on that. Um, they're, they're trying to cancel the games due to some discrepancy and and uh, I guess copyrights or or I don't know how you how you describe that situation. It was just that I thought it was dope that they were bringing ballers in Charlotte mm-hmm. to uh, you know display their talent, but also just stay in, in condition for their seasons wherever they go, whether it be overseas or um, in states. You know, so I thought it was a dope yeah. move, and it was just sad to hear that they had to either cancel. The, I don't know exactly what happened, but um, you know, yeah. But besides that, been doing um, some photo shoots of the, of the murals around Charlotte. Um, okay, I did the uh, Black Lives Matter mural. You was Charlotte capturing Street. that. How was that being down there, seeing what's going on, hearing from people? Like, mm, man, it, it was really. What was the energy like that? Oh man, um, it was really passionate. Uh, mm. I, I'm trying to find the words to describe it, but uh, there, there are so many. Uh, I think that's the the best part about having the camera, right? Where absolutely you, you're welcoming conversation at all times. I think yeah. uh, just to be friendly and personable, but for the most part, your voice is is typically through your eyes and capturing the moment. You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, and so sometimes the pictures, not even sometimes, all the time, the pictures speak um, more words than the actual. If if the person wasn't there in the moment, of course the picture's gonna gonna speak for itself, so to speak. But uh the the speakers on the microphones or on the on the megaphones, um the passion behind the Black Lives Matter and, and just just wanting to stop police brutality and just taking a real stand, man. It was I don't wanna say the first time, but I I can say it was a rare time and, and a great time to see that uh black people were not going to back down and just take what the system was handing out, so to speak. Mm. Um, and I'd, I'd like to say that that's still continuing to go on. I think there there are protests here and there. Um, I like the fact that the people were also able to separate 
those who were agitators during the protest, you know, um, it seemed like they had a nice a bit of accountability amongst um, the organizers, if you will. And so it, w- it was historical, man. I, th- I think this is a fair thing to say uh, from capturing Juneteenth on on Beatty's Ford. Mm-hmm. You know, that was really, really great to see. Unfortunately, you know, the instances that happened right after um, the shootings and things like that. It's sad. Tarnished. So, seems to tarnish so much. But thankfully, like I said, it's been great to see the city come together and rally behind um, the leaders, if you will. Oh, we in there now, nigga. <laughs> Go ahead. See, we got the music add-ons, bro. I'm telling come you. on, man. Hey, bro. Don't try to for real. You know, um, <laughs> I saw somebody say something that night. About uh, everything on Betty's Ford of, and I think it's like a, it's like a six cent, six cents mm. that Black people have of mm. like knowing like, all right, it's time to get up out of here. Absolutely. And one of my boys, Absolutely. one of the boys who I follow, he said I was out there, it was beautiful. He said and something was like, it's time to go, just time mm. to go home. Go ahead and get in your car, go. Mm. And he was like, I was out of there, and thirty minutes later, I just heard it was crazy. And you know. Mm. Excuse me, which is sad, man. Um, what you know, matter of fact, I ain't seen you in a minute. Now that I'm thinking about it, it has been a minute because, uh, but yeah, man. Um, if you're listening, I want to thank you, I want to welcome you. Laws was stalling. This is the this is how you know he's supposed to be interviewing people. He was stalling while I was trying to figure out the computer and it didn't work. We got some music that's coming through later, and I gotta figure out what's going on, but we'll figure that out later. Don't worry about it. Shout out to Future and uh. What's his name? Uzi Vert. I like Uzi, Uzi man. Um, you know what's said about Uzi? What's up? Bruh made XO Tour Life. Got a billion and four, billion point four streams. He said he made $900,000 off of all them streams. Mm-mm. Off of Spotify alone. And I thought about it. I said, this is the problem when you don't own your own stuff. And right, you got to right. deal with stuff like that. And which is... Sad to me. I don't even know how else to say it. But anyway, before we get to there, um, is everything. Lip service. They had a question, Mm-mm. and hair wraps and lipsticks. Shout out to hair wraps and lipsticks. That is for you, ladies. To them. Um, I love those ladies. They are amazing. Anyway, they had a question that they asked on their podcast, Uh-oh. and the question was, uh. What song can you listen to over and over? I actually oh, spelled man. it wrong on here, but go ahead. What's your song? Give oh, me your song right one? now. And it better be good. It better not be trash. If it's trash, we're going to ask you to leave, all right? Does it have, like, give, give oh, me some gosh, we go. It has to be new, has to be. No, nah, it can be anything. Oh, over and over. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Come on, man. All right, Don't so if I got to go with the 90s, we can say. Oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> Give us three. I'll give you a classic, bro. Juicy, my uh, biggie. That's your song. I, I can listen to it over and over again. Um, let's uh, right now. Walk them <laughs> down in Elite Town. I <laughs> love that song. That's my joint. <laughs> my wife get mad because I play that yeah. shit all the I mean, time, hey, bro. They, they got a like little baby in Elite Town. You know, Gunner. Like they got a lot of music right now that just keeps you, keeps you on your toes. When and, I say my wife know, hates moving. that I play that song all the time. Oh, I'm telling you. Sorry, um, y'all. I just had to throw something if y'all ain't hearing it in the background. <laughs> did, did he Kobe? Oh. Nah, it ain't no trash can in here. Oh. Um, my song is I can listen to All of the Lights all the time. All of the Oh, really? By Kanye, bro. 
I love that song, man. Uh, just okay. the way it is. Okay. I I don't know, bro. I can. It's listen a very to, versatile song. You know? It is, and I can listen to um. Oh, what's the song? The uh uh the Jay Z and Beyonce song um on the run. Shit, hold on, let me make sure that I say it right because you know how the Beyonce fancy. Not off the Carters. Not off the Carters. Nah, it's not okay. off the Carters. Um, um, I think it's on the run part two, man. That joint, you like, supposed to know what it is, then. Come on, bro. I just, I just. <laughs> <laughs> somebody listen. listen to like this nigga don't listen to that damn song. Get him the fuck up out of here. You know what I'm saying? I can at least tell you the name of the people, but you know. Come on, man. You supposed to know, man. I don't know. I can't read your mind. Um, but yeah, I I was listening to uh, yeah. Oh shit, is this it? Yo, I'm so mad. None of my stuff works. My chords and stuff, which I think is a actual personal problem. What does it mean it's not working? I mean, I don't hear shit. But it's See, only you know the difference because it sounds great over here. Oh, you got your speakers working? Oh, you meant you about to play the song. Yeah, see? This is my joint, bro. Okay. I don't care what nobody says. I'll give you that. This is my joint. Y'all see how lost it is? So Just to let y'all know, Law's got the beats on so he can hear everything. Yeah. Everything. All the instruments, bro. <laughs> like I'm in the car right now. <laughs> Yo, we're gonna start this podcast off right. If you lasted with us for the last 13 minutes, we wanna apologize. Thank you. We had good conversations. We only 13 minutes here. But we're gonna have a lot of good conversations. Just to let y'all know, we gotta talk about Trump today. We gotta talk about Mike Tyson. We got to talk about Tahiri and Vado. It's Woo! a lot going on, but hold it's on. It's a lot to talk about. This is my shit. <laughs> Just to let y'all know, Laws was... He's a hater. He don't hit me up what? no more. Oh, Wait, what's up, man? We here now. We got the music right. I figured out how to speak. You got me out here vibing out. I'm just listening to the tunes, you know I can't stand Laws right hey. quick. Um... I want to thank everybody. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your last time listening, God bless. Um, it can't be the last time. Yeah, give us at least one more episode. But um, I want to thank everybody, man. Uh, R.I.P. to Breonna Taylor. Um, we got we got to get that fixed, man. Um, for you guys that's out there, first of all, sorry, Beyonce, I got turned down a little bit. My problem is. If you ain't gonna, if you're not trying to be on the right side of history, mm. don't open your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's embarrassing to see people say things such as the what's popping producer who is like, "Why are we asking for justice on Breonna Taylor?" Mm. Talking about, you know, she was living out of a trap house. Didn't know what the hell he was talking about. You got to right. deal with that. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't plan on being on the right side of history, shut up. <laughs> and that goes to my old principal. Alright, before we get sued by Rock Nation and everybody involved. Um We do not own the copyrights to this music. Thank you. No doubt I got you, bro. Um that person on the other side of the mic is Jam Laws, who Shout is out. welcome back, man. Thank you. For Glad you're here. Uh, we had a great conversation last time. One sure. thing that Laws brings to the table, I'm gonna start letting y'all know why I have certain people on. Law brings uh, the conversation to the table of how do we grow, how do we develop, and let's push the conversation forward. A lot of times, you know, if you listen to our last episode, you didn't get that. Shout out to Key. We was talking about penises for 
50 percent of the show she asked what do dudes do well i think i asked her what do girls do when a man go out of town and she asked what dudes do I saw when that they go out. and i was like we do bible study groups yeah we do bible study group and then we, we had the hooping. conversation exactly <laughs> yo shout out to everybody we gotta have this conversation first so we don't lose our listeners for sure we ended the show last week with when girls go out of town do they hook up with dudes like do they go look for penis I got a lot, I, you know, I'm not going to lie, it was a 60-40 split, like we mm, don't. Yeah. But that 60 was shaming the 40. The 60 was like, that's whole, that's whole shit. Yeah. Sluts only do that. We too old. <laughs> and I was like, yo, y'all are killing me. Oh, no. And it, well. Oh, no. Dudes, we know what it is. We know chicks be lying. But you know, the chicks who was answering the question, they definitely was trying to save face like, nah, we ain't sleeping around. Right. I'm like, whatever, man. I mean, that's their first instinct anyway, you know. Well, not going to say there. I'm going to say for the most part, that's most people's first instinct. Yeah. So, um, I think some people can be real with it, though, you know what I mean? Um, to each their own, um, you know. <laughs> I'm not a kiss and tell kind of guy, you know what I mean? I but, do uh, find it funny, like, when we go out of town, there's guys, like, you got that one dude who gas up, like, yeah, I'm about to be home. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, and yeah. he, don't, he don't cash in no nothing. nothing the whole time. No. you like, bro, why are you talking about it? He, he might be the one who tries the hardest, too, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he just don't. We One day, men have to come in here and do their breakdown of um, what's their group. Group What's like group when they like? go out of town, like and people roles and things like that, because that's always funny to hear. Oh man, you got the ultimate wingman, yeah, you know, and then you got the guy who's just you got the guy who does too much. I, you hate to see it in your crew, you know what I mean? But yeah, he but can't you, help himself. He, 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 you let him around because he, probably because he does so much, he lets you be chill. You know yeah, and then so, you got the guy that's like the watcher out the group. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and then, everybody's got the quiet guy. Everybody got the quiet guy. Yeah. Use time that might be your watcher. It's yeah. like yeah. he make he making sure like yo danger is coming. Right. Like, yo, her man who was at the bar the whole time. He's actually walking over here now. Yep, right. yep, yep. Right, right. <laughs> Hitting you with that. Um, your phone rang, bro. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get started into the ratchet stuff, sorry. Like I said, Jacquees is in the background. One day, you know, I'm gonna put it in the budget to get us new seats, but. Until this know. podcast start making money. If you do want to donate to this podcast, there's a link somewhere. I don't know where it's at. Find that link. Find the link. Donate. Donate. Donations. Um, ching <laughs> Go ahead and hit that thing, bro. Come on, man. Where's that? Oh, sorry. That's the wrong thing. Bird call. Shit. Shit. Oh, some more birds. Hey, a lot of tweets out there. Hey, man. There we go. Um, <laughs> And now it ain't going to turn off because it's the longest. So, all right. Those birds are crickets. Oh, my bad. No, nah, I'm asking. Corey said they birds. I said birds too. I, I mean, they sound like different variations of birds. So, yeah, now I got. But find now that crickets. you said crickets, you know, I, I fi- can see how you. you I gotta know. find more crickets, man. Um, yeah, <laughs> get some distinguishable crickets, bro. So for those who don't know, because they might not have been listening back in the day, you shoot with Nikon D fifty three hundred now. Okay. Yeah, just upgraded the lens to the uh, hey, Sigma seventy to two hundred. So, we, yo, I'm happy, I, I just realized. I need a 70 to 200. I shot a wedding this weekend. Mm, mm. Um, shout out to Marcus. Um, I'm trying to think what is his full business name. But shout out to Marcus. He's in the No More Pie uh, photo group. If you're not mm. in that group, you're a photographer, a videographer, please come on, join. Yes, I got sure. a goals. I got it. In the next two months, I need to get 25 new members. Um, and I'm going to be pushing everybody in our group to help help me get there. So we definitely can, out there. Yeah. And it's definitely a lot of groups out there that, we, you know. That I can pull from and that we all can invite from. But anyway, um, 
I was at that wedding, and it was kind of cool because everybody was spaced out because mm-hmm. they could only have twenty five people. Right, right, right. And everybody was spaced out, so it was easy. I was cutting through the. I was cutting through the crowd to get my shots. And I get nobody waved. Bro, I, yeah. yeah, bro. And I, I did not care. I was on the floor between some people. And I'm like, oh, this picture going to be fire. fire. F, y'all. But um, I realized, matter. I'm like, if I had the 7200, this shit would be crisp, crisp. This allows so. you to be distant a little bit. You know, mm. And still get the high quality of the closeness. Yeah. I'm um, shooting sports anyway. I'll say it that way. So I can only imagine. I mean, you do your thing on weddings any, any other time, so. Give me yeah. some advice for shooting sports photography, depending on where you at, because I know the lighting ain't always the best oh, for your perspective. It ain't mm-hmm. like you can bring twenty thousand freaking flashes in there and create the lighting that you need. Like, what's what's some? Let me let me ask you this: What's some difficulties you done ran into, but uh, then you've realized, like, all right, this is the advice I would have for other people. Okay. Uh, Woo-hoo, there's a lot. So, um, I, like I said, I like to hit learning curves really hard. So, you, you try not to operate with a flash mm-hmm. during sports. Uh, you don't want to distract the players. Um, and there's not really a, a rule saying that you can't use them at all. But mm. um, you really don't see too many other professional photographers or, or just, you know. Absolutely. Super professional photographers using flashes at all. So, it's really all in the equipment. Um, like I said, I just I literally just upgraded to a... Um, seven to two hundred millimeter at two point eight f stop. So before then, I was operating with the factory. What is it? Is that a seven two hundred or something? Something three hundred for um, it's for the lower end. Yeah, factory lenses, bro. But uh, yeah, the, the f stop is like yeah, the kit lens. And so with those pictures, obviously the quality's not going to be there. The glass isn't nearly as um, it's not pristine. As it's not as yeah. sharp. Uh, and it's not as open either. So you're not getting as, as much light into your lens. Or you stuff stop like that. at a four. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so what I will say, shooting like different sports, you're going to get different things. So there's a complete difference from shooting natural sports light um, mm-hmm. and even football games at night under the lights versus shooting basketball. I've, I've been enjoying shooting basketball recently because mm. I've noticed a dis, uh, difference. I don't have to just much of my uh, lighting settings at all. Yeah. You know, the, okay. ISO, the ISO is going to be mo- much more consistent. Yeah. Um, yeah, very just very few tweaks. You know, you take two or three practice shots and you're already ready to go inside of a basketball arena. That's and cool. And so I, I I really enjoy that aspect of it. Um, next to that is knowing where to stand. You know, mm. not, not being in front of, in front of the um, depending on you know what the layout of the uh, playing field is. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to get certain shots of the team. If you want to get certain shots of the of the action going on, um, knowing what time to be there as far as pregame, etc. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing now is actually networking while I'm there, though. My, okay. When I go in, I try not to interfere because I, I used to play sports, so I know you kind of get into an element during your warm-up, if you will. Absolutely. But there's also a time where you can definitely network in that space where I'm trying to, uh, let me just say, put that in, more into practice and um, make more of my experience. Because outside of that, shooting sports is fun, you know. That's but dope. Always when I'm speaking, I always want to remind myself, number one, but also other people who are, it's a business opportunity. And as much as it's fun, it's a business opportunity. So um, take yourself seriously. You're there for a reason. And I also learned that, especially during Corona, too. Yeah. <laughs> not everyone gets access into these places. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so making sure you know who to talk to, um, knowing how to maneuver and how to move, um, being professional while still being relaxed so that you produce the best quality of work, man. That's just the best words of advice I can give, I guess. That's what's up, man. Um, I've always wanted to shoot sports and then... My boy was like, why don't you just, you know, 
get into it. And I was like, man, I love watching basketball. I wouldn't even be taking no pictures. I would be down there watching the game. Bro, there are times where I would literally just be watching because it's the wildest. You see some of the greatest things happen, you know, and yeah. it's, it's a split second. And so, again, it's really cool to be in the space, an opportunity to be the one capturing that one moment. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you, you do have to be zoned into a different level to a yeah. degree to catch certain things. And, um. Yeah, just make it look better than what it was, maybe. Uh, but it's, it's a you can't advise for that. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's just all up to the photographer. So that's what's up, man. So, um, first things first, Sony's coming out with a new camera. They always are. Okay. Um, just kidding. They Sony really is. You know, I think they're um, taking off, man. You said that they would with bro, Canon, but. Last time me and you talked, well, not the last time, probably the first time me and you ever talked, I was like, yo, Canon Canon and Nikon are allowing Sony just to say, yo, we're going to leave y'all. And Canon trying to catch, but like Sony now is coming up with this A7S, um, which is going to be very, very interesting Mm -hmm. just because, you Mm -hmm. know, they, one thing I'm I'm seeing, um, it overheats quicker than the doggone Canon, which is interesting Mm -hmm. to me. Um, but other than that, I've been hearing like very good things about it. You know, the problem that uh, so if you don't know, they're trying to pit these cameras the the Canon R five, the can uh the Sony A seven S three and the Nikon Z six all mm. supposed to be comparable comparable uh, cameras mirrorless. Yeah, first he, generation. You know what sucks about this whole mirrorless thing, man? Because I was asked my boy was asking me, he was like, man, why you think these cameras are overheating? And I was like, well, Technology. I said that I said they want to make them weatherproof mm. and you have to take out so many um, elements that these cameras. I said, you know, people going out with these cameras in 90 degree weather. Right. Right. And it sucks because, you know, they just overheating. I'm trying to see how much the Z6 costs. Have you experienced um, overheating while you were shooting before? Not I, So I don't have a Canon R5 yet. For yeah. those who don't know, I ordered my Canon R5. Uh and it's on back order. Okay, that's okay. So I don't know when I'm getting it. They haven't even taken the money out of my account. That's wow. how, so that that's means yeah. they that means they really on back order. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you were ready to make the purchase. Bruh, like, come on, y'all. If I'm come trying on. to make a purchase and you like it right now. Yeah. Take that thing right now. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna get it to you. Um if if you really ain't trying to get my money now, that lets me know that y'all 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 nah. was like, ah oh, shit. It is what it is. So I'm interested to see what's going on. Um, What's going to happen with this camera? Even though people in our group, a lot of people was like, I'm still getting it. I don't care. So the overheating complaints have only been with the mirrorless joints. Not the it's been the mirrorless. Yeah, not. And it's because our cameras aren't weatherproof. So and, literally that is the only reason. It's the yeah. Mechanism. It, it's, it's really that. It's not as much uh, stuff in there. It's not weatherproof. Um, so, you know, well. it ain't happening. Um, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What's your idea on home studios? crazy so i was thinking about doing one myself um, uh-huh ideally it sounds great but then there's a lot of uh questions that come up mm. um how you manage that space um just how people are naturally you happen to account for such things i'm personally not against them at all if you can make it work make it work yeah you know um you just have to be a very stand-up individual number one um, yeah we've had plenty of conversations about photographers and their different ways which would put that type of thing in question but yeah i'm not against it if you can make it work you know what i mean like i said i had that idea for myself i haven't been able to execute such things but um definitely not against it um it's not even to say that i have that much in studio 
experience to say that I would even know the difference between in home versus in actual studio. Yeah. But I can only imagine in studio you have, you know, greater lights, um, you have just greater aspects Problems. that yeah. make the studio aspect better than just the backdrop and some lighting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But again, if you can make it work with the technology that you have, the space that you have and whatever else then I'm all for it, man. It makes sense. I guess for me, I feel weird having people in my career. That's the part, bro. I mean, that's the part. You It depends on who you are and how you are, but that would be a weird aspect. That's a, the third term. Don't serve people where you sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that is that's literally. So yeah. that's your service. That's what you serve. <laughs> nah, like, I get it. And, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, yo, because um, my garage is empty now. Okay. That's so, what's up, bro. Now, my garage ceilings ain't tall enough. Because I I need, I would love, you know, any studio that I, for those who don't know, I want a studio. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm looking for. I'm going to say in hunt for one now. Bro, literally looking (laughs) around. And what's the problem is, is like you need at minimum 10 10 feet ceilings. Mm -hmm. And so my garage is probably like eight or nine, Mm -hmm. which somebody might say, oh, well, you know, you got to have people sitting down. Let's say if it was 10 feet. I don't know. I wouldn't definitely wouldn't bring like no. The type of clients I want, they're not trying to pull up at my house and go in right. my garage and shoot. Right. That's a whole nother subject. Right. But then I'm like, yo, you know, we've all done it. We've, we all, every photographer has given what they consider good service yes. and got a complaint back. Right. At least once. Right. And you like, dang. And so I'm just thinking, I'm like, what if somebody's so disgruntled? They were like, oh, I know where he lives at. I can exactly. pull up. Exactly. I can pull up and say what I got to say, act how I want to act, mm-hmm. get my money back by any means. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. So mm-hmm. that's always been a. Uh, eh, um, There's thousands of nuances that can come with it, bro. Right, all the way down to the timing aspect. You know what I'm saying? People, mm-hmm. c- people come late often, and so. Mm. <laughs> and what you gonna say? Oh, I'm not here. I, come on, man. You, come on. Your car is out, Gavin. I see you walking around in the house. Right. I'm knocking on your door. Right. I'm cussing you out now. Like, right. oh no, no, no. You know what? Never doing that. I, I just <laughs> about, think about never doing no home studio. We kind of talked about this before, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes you have to actualize who and what you are, where you are. Mm. And um, I'm not saying that any one person is too good to be around any other person. However, there is such thing as insulating yourselves as celebrities do regularly, right? Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to be a celebrity to need to insulate yourself. Absolutely. And as much as some people can be high profile locally, like Coke or uh, Not Gavin. me. Not me. <laughs> don't listen to this guy. If you listen to this guy, you're listening to the wrong person. Nah, man. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, Shout out to my boy, Henry Jones Photography. Shout out to my guy. So um, Columbia, South Carolina, sir? Columbia, yes, South Carolina. Sir. Yes, sir. Because... Did you see what happened in the Facebook group? Because I'm about to read it out now. So for the people I did not. Okay, so in um, Henry Jones got a message from Uh-oh. a guy Uh-oh. that he doesn't know, mm-hmm. and he said, um, "How do we want to skip through this?" Okay, the dude said, "Good morning. Are your commissions available?" He said, "Good morning. I'm not sure what you're talking about." The guy wrote back. <laughs> the guy wrote back. Sorry, I wanted to book a photo shoot in Dillon. Uh, it's my dad's hometown. Mm-hmm. Henry said, cool, no problem. What are you thinking? The dude said, I'm thinking about doing a Black Love series. I wanted to recreate Adam and Eve and tell a story oh. and use scriptures to define define it. Oh. Henry wrote, okay, what day are you thinking? And he said, "This is when a customer says this next line, I'm like, my ears always perk up. He, so Henry said, okay, what day are you thinking? He said, mid-September. But warning. Uh-oh. 
whenever a client says, Why say, do I have to set your disclaimer? Yeah, <laughs> you came for me. Yeah, and why I got to say, oh my goodness. So anyway, he said, it will be a new shoot with me and a model. And is there any way you can bring some females to make her feel comfortable? They can carry your stuff. <clears throat> so it sounds like a collaboration of some sort? I don't know what it sounds like. But I think, listen to what Bruss said. It's going to be a new shoot. And it's going to be with me and a model. Any way you can bring females. Wait, did you say nude shoot? Yeah, he wouldn't do Adam and Eve. <laughs> See, I, I heard the word new at first. Nude. nude. So he has to bring a girl to make the other girl that he's going to be with feel comfortable. And they going to carry his stuff. And and then for the benefit <laughs> Henry, they going to carry Henry camera. Oh. So then Henry wrote, and I noticed because. How lucky. I, exactly right <laughs> I know Henry so I know how he gives down And how he give it up yeah. And his style Brush shoots If you go on Henry's page He shoots graduation pictures in branding stuff. Yeah it's like more branding stuff yeah. Henry goes that's not my style of photography it, Excuse me It doesn't fit my brand um, I won't be able to ca- capture your series But thank you for the consideration Right right very respectable Do wrote this is this is the point of Where I need all your uh feedback but we're gonna get oh, there do wrote do you know any black photographers in the air because i want to give them my money but all y'all do <laughs> hold on i want to give my money to y'all he's saying y'all like he ain't black by the way but right. that's another subject but this would be my second shoot using a white photographer because y'all respectively are selective or hit me back on cp time i hear you my brother god bless henry goes not in dylan it's over an hour away, um, but maybe you should search in Florence, whatever, whatever. Dude said, thank you, big dog. All right. So before you give me your feedback, the reason why I'm, I'm telling you all this, because there's so much to take away from this shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into how you want somebody to, you want to do news shoots and you need somebody to help you, help your model feel comfortable. But shout out to Rickland because Rickland went and followed Bruh's Instagram, right? Okay. Bruh. Bruh posted So the reason why this is funny Rickland finds Bruh's Instagram Bruh Cropped His message with Henry And only posted A section of it on his Instagram And Bruh posted He said This is why white people and other groups are recession proof and he posted where henry said no i can't shoot it and he said do you can you help me find a black photographer so i don't have to use a white photographer he posted the last message he's he did not post about i need i want to shoot a news shoot and i need you to bring the girls and they can carry your shit he rung none of that he did not mention none of that so anyway what's first of all let's 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 see how we're gonna start this off this is insane this is actually insane. Levels. Let's start. Let's start at the. Let's start at the. Uh, the dudes who want to shoot nude shoots with chicks. Okay. And they need you to bring the girls to help. Everything feel comfortable. Where the hell do they do that at? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't think I've been uh, encountered with that one. Me before. either. But it's okay. It's, cool, cool, cool. I was just about to say <laughs> I'm missing out on parts of photography, but that's a good thing. I'm, I'm not mad at it. But. Uh, <laughs> Um, man, that's crazy. So, I think you know what this is the bigger issue, bro. Um, this is something that's relative to all photographers, I'm sure. Mm. 
when a person hits you up and you can correct me where I'm wrong on this because it's happened so much that I'm thinking that maybe I'm going about it the wrong way. Okay. If I contact you for a photo shoot, you may go to the extent of telling me the location and the time. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, you're not telling me what to wear. You're not telling me what props I should have. Yeah. You're not telling me... You're not giving me any reminders. You're not giving mm. me any more information than a time and a location. Is that correct? Yeah. I, I don't even... Sometimes I've gotten to a point now I picked a time and location. That's that's what I'm saying. But yeah. like Beyond that, there isn't... Much room for us to have a discussion. No. As things. the photographer, you're there. You're not telling me what lens you're shooting with. You're not telling me what kind yeah. of lighting you're using. You're not... Te- no. You've already done the research to know what to bring mm-hmm. when you come... Why do people contact any photographer with an expectation that the photographer is a creative director, Bro. a stylist, the makeup artist, the uh, uh, um, hair, well, maybe we should say hairstylist and clothing stylist for that matter. Um, they're also party city. Yeah, bruh. You know, nothing is funnier than um, the closest I ever got. I've never gotten a person who wanted to shoot nude in eight. Yo, can you bring people? However, I have gotten dudes to hit me up and say, yo, I want to do a shoot with a girl. Um, Can you help me find a girl? And I'm like, no. Mm. And I, I, me, I'm like, I can look around. But if you're not, if you're not a seasoned That's model. That's up to you. That's- bro, it is. I don't know why people feel like that was cool. And this dude, to me, it spelled creep all around it. This you whole message. You are to bring what you want to be, what you want in the photograph. Absolutely. You are to bring. Bro, period. Bro, the fact that you want me to, to bring girls, a woman, <laughs> to make hey. this girl with you feel comfortable, so that you, you know, and then oh, well, she can help carry your stuff. Like, what do you? Who do? What the hell you think is going on? And I'm sick of these doggone clients who got this type of mindset. It's like they're doing you a favor. Do seem like a predator. That's just me, but yeah. whatever, man. It is what it is. I don't um, know if you want to go on that level of things or not, but I mean that's just from real creep life stuff. I mean, it sounds creepy. Is it to me the whole message sounds creepy? And then hit you know, up a stranger for that. I mean, how many friends have you asked? Because if if you've asked all your friends already, mm. I'm sure y'all would have had it accomplished. You know, what I'm saying if it was just a cool idea, bro. So and why y'all got to be naked? Adam and E, put some, get like bikinis, man, and get some leaves to cover your shit up. Let me just say, from the onset, it sounded like there was more going on. I think Henry responded the best way he could. Absolutely. I only <laughs> aspire to respond in such a way. Bro. <laughs> you know, bro, that's crazy. Alex came over here. That's Shout crazy. out to Alex. Uh, she came over here and. Tribble, no doubt. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to her. And she, me and her was talking about something. And she goes, why you even respond to that? I go, Damn, you mean she was like, "Yo, see, women like that, man, not, and just women in general—they just have a great way of looking at things." Sometimes, bro, she said, "Yo, on the bottom of that, does it accept, block, or, or reject?" Just, she yeah. said, "You can hit block or yeah. reject it." She said, "Don't answer that shit no more." I go, "You right, got a point. You got a, you got a, you got a motherfucking point." That's um, true. Kodak. You know we're not talking about Kodak Black, so don't y'all get that confused. Oh, um, but Kodak got a seven hundred and eighty-five million dollar loan from the government to produce ingredients to generic drugs used to fight coronavirus. I don't know how any of that makes sense. What you mean? I don't know, but you I know they stopped. Company's been doing stuff like that since the beginning of time, bro. I don't know how this photo company is coming to help fight coronavirus, but 
It's amazing. Just in this song. Maybe Kodak's more than a photo company. Just like Vanguard, they was moving coke off the freight ships or whoever that hey, company was. I'm trying to tell you, business is business. At the end of the day, <laughs> you you said at the beginning, you got to see an in game outside of photography. Kodak just saw an in game right. outside. See, this why I don't. Um, this why I don't like dealing with black folks, man. He know. I don't know what's going hey. on. Um, before we get to Kodak the need to break off some bread. Period. Something. Um, Canon R5. Please send me my camera. They did already announce. They responded back saying that they're not. So all their cameras on back order, right? But they said they're not on back order because the cameras are overheating. And they're Mm. planning on shipping cameras this week. I don't believe none of this. Sounds like them androids that came out. You remember that? It was blowing up in people's pockets. Bro, that jump was funny. Was it? It was funny when it came. I thought it was funny too. But people was like, oh, no. People are actually blowing up or their legs. (laughs) Oh, my bad. Well, you know how that go. Um, You know. We got some questions here for Laws <laughs> that he has to answer. Um, they are photography questions. By the way, if you're listening, please run over and follow us on Instagram, uh, Peyton Exposure underscore podcast. Yeah. Um, Laws information yeah, yeah. gonna be listed there. Yeah, yeah. If you are, um, if you're on Facebook, look up Peyton Exposure Podcast. I appreciate all of y'all. Um, Rebecca, she got a question, bro. Okay, Rebecca, what's going on? She says she's looking to upgrade in her computer. What computer does everyone use for photo editing and Lightroom and Photoshop? Oh, my goodness. Uh, overwhelmingly, mm-hmm. Apple. Okay. Um, MacBook. That seems to be what majority of people are using. Yeah. That does not mean that's all you can use. Absolutely. Um, I don't think you use that to edit at all. No, nah, I don't. So, <laughs> um, you are actually the person I would I would say to answer this question because you're more familiar with the processors and um, things like that. So I, I consult with you when it comes to so computer things. I built my computer maybe a year, maybe about a year or two ago. Um, I love it. For those who don't know, I had a Mac. I had a uh, mm-hmm. I have a MacBook. Then I had an iMac, and I was looking to upgrade that iMac. And when they came to me and was like, "Yo, you want to turn it in? Like whatever." They was gonna give me basically like two dollars for it. I said, "Hell nah." I kiss my ass on that. <laughs> and so it was just not worth it for me. So and then what I found out was with all Mac products, you need to be ready to turn them in in two years. Absolutely. Nobody tells you that. But that's when you need to call them and say, yo, I want to um, I want to turn it in. You go try to resell it and take that money and put it towards a new system. However, I did build my own computer. Um, I went on I buy dot com. No, they ain't paying us. Hold on. They owe us a check right now, though. Yes, they do. And with that being said, uh, with RAM, get you 16 gigs if you can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you really can afford it, get as much as you can afford. Oh, yeah. uh, get you a solid state drive. Get you as much other memory as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and get you an i7 processor. That's one thing. I That's the best advice I can get you. But look it up. It's a lot of things. I mean, if you can get 32 gigs of RAM, get it. It's just super, super expensive. Do you also use an external? I mean, I know you built your computer, but do you also mm-hmm. use an external hard drive as well? Or? So what I do with mine is my Lightroom library, all my raw, raw files live on external hard drives. Okay. So that's all I do. Like I just bought, man, I just bought one two, three months ago. Mm-hmm. I bought another one. I'm already, it's only September. I think I'm on my third one this year. Wow. And all of them are like two terabytes a piece. So That's work, ladies and gentlemen. Literally, it is. So what I do is I just put them on there. They live on there. Once I deliver their pictures, I save them to a whole nother um, cloud, mm. and then I put those 
I have a drawer in my room that has all my hard drives and I just date them. Okay. But it makes it easy for me. You know, it's yeah. one of those things. And one thing I noticed, man, turn off your computer from time to time. Give it a rest. Give that shit a rest, bro. Like, I got like a cooling system. I got a cooling system in my um my computer. Nice. That shit be overheating. I'll be like, God dang, man. What's the point uh, of this shit? But it's because I never turn my stuff off and I'm right. like, I got to start turning off more and do whatever. Um, another thing. Kelly said, uh, do you feel like your Instagram feed should be co- cohesive? What's your thoughts on that? Your Instagram feed should be... Because, you know, some people try to make sure the color scheme matches. And, uh, um, Man, that's a... Golly, that's a, that's a really tough question. <laughs> Not from a, um answering standpoint, but it boils down to the individual. It's always about the person, right? So if you see Instagram as a business opportunity, then absolutely, you probably should. Okay. Um, not everyone sees Instagram as a business opportunity. And so for that matter, they kind of go about it in a less organized and tactful way. Mm. Um, me personally, I find the benefit of both. Let me, let me change that. I find the joy of one and the benefit of the other. Okay. Um, I, sometimes I like to not be held to certain constraints or um, let's just say conventions, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but other times I also do find the need for structure, organization, which would go to uh, saying, yes, you should um, spend a little bit more time structuring your page and making it more cohesive um, and aesthetically pleasing, if you will. Yeah. Um, my question is, is there such a standard for <laughs> said things on social media, considering that Every day on social media is a new thing, right? Just as much as Instagram Absolutely. has changed the algorithm. Um, Facebook is changing, has changed all the time. It's really funny because on my Instagram, I can't even see the number of likes on the on my page, right? And so my friend was researching the other day how I can possibly change it back to seeing the numbers, right? Oh, so they took your likes away? I was a part of that. I looked up online and it said it was a part of a temporary test on the yeah. Instagram. I've been going to do that. I was a part of that test because it didn't even give me an option whether I wanted it to happen or not. When I, I um, my boy lost his too, but I was like, I, I don't care personally. But it's it's crazy. It's a thing, you know what I mean? Damn, what happened when your boy lost his? Nothing. He was happy because he Bro, don't see because you don't see nobody else's, right? You don't. But when you see other people see it, it still makes you realize, like, because they're they're in that mindset in my frame of like, oh, you got this many likes, whatever. It's like, dang. Maybe it's a thing. However, for my personal, for my uh, mental, you know what I mean? It's the greatest thing in the world. He loves it. I post whenever I want to and I don't care about who, Bro, who likes he, whatever. He you know? po- he loves it. And he's an older cat. Um, He was the one who I was telling him about you. And me and him had that conversation. We had it when it first happened. He was like, yo, your light's gone. I was like, nah, I still see all mine. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, it's gone from my account. Yep. And so I was talking to him. He was like, man, you literally, you scroll you upload, you keep it moving. You don't even worry about if he's like, cause you don't know if literally you got a hundred. He was like, you know, you sit in your notifications. I'm right. guessing. Right. He was like, but you're not worried about, Oh, I got a thousand nope. likes or nope. nobody. You just see like, Oh, laws liked it or Gavin liked it, whatever. I will say it differentiates two um, two echelons here. So you have those who are, um, let's just say paying for followers, paying for like spots. Mm-hmm. That's still a thing. But then you also have the... Um, I wish I had a bleep button because I was going to name out somebody to do that, but go ahead. Uh-oh. Man, you hate to, you hate to see it, but it's, it's just not that serious. It's um, not. But then you also have those who actually bring those real followers somehow. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they either have, or those those likes, if you will. And so the only differentiation that you see is so-and-so the government. and likes. See, man, the government always talking. That's, <laughs> that's iOS for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, however... Um, 
you'll you'll see you know a name a person that you follow or follows you and then you'll see um and others so to speak and then the only number that you'll see or word better yet it'll say <laughs> a name and thousands of others mm. so that's like not a thing to strive for so to speak but that's the yeah. only difference that you can really tell outside of that's interesting man i mean me and you was talking about off air about how i was dealing with this thing of mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. wanting to really i i felt like i was losing myself with instagram and saying like and my if people don't like this, yeah, people are not gonna like this yeah. or whatever. And I said, uh, it was a struggle for me for the last couple, like I guess months or two, yeah. month or two. 51 minute mark. I don't know where I'm saying this to, but 51 minute mark. All right, but uh, I just need to say that I need so, to say that so I can know to tag that in the thing, yeah, bro. So I gotta know, so I can make it. that's gonna be a collage this be. week. <laughs> that's why I need to make it 50 minute mark. Go ahead, no, you good. Um, where you find motivation, man? Um, it's all about what you want to do. And so uh, mm. every answer that I've given, I think, is always related back to the same thing. It depends on the person, right? Mm-hmm. What motivates you? What inspires you? Why did you initially pick up the camera, so to speak? Um, I always have to ask myself why. You know what I mean? Before I go out to an event, before I'm doing anything, it's always, always why am I doing this? Is this uh, serving me? Is this what I want to do, mm-hmm. so to speak? And, and the answer to that is always yes, because I love being in the moment. Mm. Um, I'm not going to put myself in a moment that I don't necessarily want to be in. Um, I go with certain things in mind, uh, especially if I'm shooting in Charlotte, a place that I'm uh, more familiar with, if you will. Being motivated, though, uh, within photography, I I look to people who inspire me, you know what I mean? Um, Mm. I think I talked about that on the first podcast. With I I don't just focus on certain people as far as what their work looks like. I'm more curious as to their process and what they do. Mm. Um, I'm more concerned with can I see myself in their shoes? Can I see myself in that position? Can I see myself fulfilling all the things that that person is fulfilling? And if I don't know what it is that they're actually doing, then that's my opportunity and um, need to connect with that person. And so that's why I get connected, if you will. But motivation is an internal thing um, that you you have to really tap into with yourself. It's good to have friends. It's good to have people that can always um, push you, so to speak, to uh, do the things that you may have a, have trouble pulling yourself up and bringing yourself to do. Mm-hmm. But I have experienced that it's been absolutely um, one's personal determination to figure out, to figure out, like you said, I, I do spend time with myself um, thinking and asking some, some tough questions time to time about what I want to do, where I see myself. And that is what motivates me next to that, you know, having a child, will do that for you but yeah life in in itself especially where we are is a lot more precious is a lot more genuine um hence the reason i do believe that black lives matter is so you know prominent um in society today um due to police brutality and things of that nature corona you know uh, covid19 and and many other things in our society from politics and economics have really slowed things down it seems like mm-hmm. uh, especially mentally certainly physically from people not going to work yeah um unemployment numbers increasing the levels of uncertainty of the future um extreme optimism and pessimism is really amongst people i think today and there's just a difference between how people were thinking and moving just a year ago absolutely versus versus today and i can say that and speak to that because my life didn't really pick up in a way um 
that I've gotten to into certain spaces, if you will, until a year ago. Mm-hmm. And so what motivated me last year is not what has motivated me now. Absolutely. Okay. So you can go from having a, a lineup, if you will, or seeing a couple months out what your activities will be, where your income is coming mm-hmm. to a position where today you may have to go and create some things that are going to bring mm. that income that you just don't Absolutely. see. And so that in itself is believing in yourself that you can produce work that is valued, um, not just to yourself, but to others. And so where I come from is more so serving others serves me, so to speak, making, mm. not making people happy. Yeah. Being of benefit to other people is what brings contentment to me. And so if that's what motivates me. I'm going to look to see, okay, how can I do that within this space? So through photography, that's why I enjoy personal photography because, I mean, the lens really does capture what no one else sees, if you think about it. Yeah. No one else is standing in your position when you take that. I mean, all the way, like, I'm not trying to be deep or anything, but all the way down to um, degrees, angles, everything else. No one else is sitting in your exact position. Absolutely. To the point where you know that if you simply move your arms three inches to the left or right, it's not going to be the same shot as if you were to shoot Absolutely. that Absolutely. And so you, as a photographer, um, have the opportunity to see the value of that, create the value in that for other people. Yeah. And again, so for me, that's what I find is just to be motivating. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to remember what it was and what it is about photography, picking up that camera, putting on that specific lens that you enjoy using, um, choosing the location that you like to shoot in, choosing mm-hmm. the, the type of... Um, photography you like to capture you have to figure out what that is and then consider um, how to put that into action and how to bring the fun back into that and if you don't have to do any of that by the way if you can't do that if that doesn't happen for you as you already spoke to redirect (laughs) redirect that energy into something that's going to fulfill you absolutely videography is a thing for some people you know what I mean for Mm -hmm. me I'm I'm considering you know you do great interviews and podcasts I'm trying to consider doing interviews on a little bit different level you know what I mean so that's me still utilizing my camera in some kind of way absolutely um, outside of just standardized photography so that's dope man um I'm not giving y'all shit because he said exactly what needed to be said (laughs) and I knew you would man that's why um, I appreciate it man that's actually very very important man I like that um before we get back to photo shoot tips that you live by Mm. let's get into some let's get into some nigga shit uh oh I like some nigga shit so this is the second part of the podcast where everybody, if you're here, if you're not a photographer, I want to welcome you in. Um, and I want to thank you. Thank you for coming here. Um, I'm probably going to break this podcast up in two just because we need that part. Oh, this please part. do, bro. So dope. So dope. And so um, with that part, there's a versus battle that's coming up. Uh-oh. I don't even know when it is. Let me look it up. There's a versus battle between 2 Chains and Rick Ross. I'm excited about that, bro. Me? Actually, me? Two. You don't Who even you? think about their catalog until you're like Rick Ross. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Titty boy. Hmm. Exactly. Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. This can go forever, man. I was playing, but <laughs> it's gonna be live, man. It's gonna be on Thursday. Who you got? And don't be don't try to do the whole oh, I don't know, bro. Oh, come over man. here not oh, nah. man. Respect to both artists, you know what I mean? And y'all gonna stop coming on my podcast acting like y'all scared to what? talk. Let me talk about we're gonna, we're gonna talk about some relativity, man. Shout out to the home team. I always tag that home team on deck. It's okay. Sud Sud. Um 
two chains these days. So I'm gonna go with the man two chains. You know what I mean? I think he's really? showing a lot of love to the North Carolina boys. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm I am also I respect Rick Ross, if you will. Um, not going to run through the gauntlet, but it took some time coming out of Officer Ricky, and then uh, <laughs> the whole Fifty Cent joint back in 2008. Man, it was crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, Rick Ross definitely has a catalog. I like his uh business mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I respect both artists first of all, but then I'm, I'm a fan of uh, both of the music. So two chains it is though. My money is on Rick Ross. I, I'm not mad at it, bro. I, I bump more Rick huh? Ross than two chains. That, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. There's no doubt about it. Re- uh, workouts and everything. You know what I mean? I, I, it's just something about sanctified. Like yo, that, that bro. <laughs> yeah. I think they both have. You know the dope thing about them? Not only they got good songs, they both have good guest verses. Also, they do. Which is like one of those things where you're like, okay, yeah, I can do that. Um, I just think, I think Rick Ross, he's going to have more songs that the masses is going to remember. Absolutely. And and I'll tell you this. Absolutely uh, right. When DJ Khaled was coming out making those albums, and Rick Ross was on all those big hits. And those, we're talking about number ones. We're talking about boys. That's crazy. So it's going to be interesting to see how that happens. Um, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., who do you got there, buddy? That's, that's tough. Mike Tyson's just a dog, you know what I mean? Bro. You, can, you can never downplay Bro. a dog, you know what I mean? I'm Bro, we're talking about Mike. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm sorry. It's just, even the Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, you know what I mean? When you, you have to be a real boxing <laughs> fan to understand, um, which I'm not, so I'm not claiming to be. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy and love watching boxing, but I do not get down to the nitty gritty like, you know, I don't even know the combos, one, two, three, four, five, six, nine, <laughs> so I'm not going to act like it, but... Um no, I would I would believe Iron Mike would take that fight though. Um, Me too. Um when you see Mike Spar, he just looked faster than fast. Roy Jones Jr., bro. Fast. And you know, um body shots are real. Bro. <laughs> bro. Um <laughs> I'm definitely interested to see. It. I'm definitely gonna watch. I hope neither one of them really get hurt. Cause I think it's a possible they old, bro. I don't think one so, good punch. So. It's a nice little spar, you know what I mean? Oh, okay, nice buddy. Nice little shadow boxing match. You okay. I mean? You ever seen Mike Tyson do one of them? No. No. Yeah. He bit somebody's ear off, bro. He did. <sighs> Poor Mike. Mike man. was going through some things then, man. Mike was going through some things. Which is interesting because it gets to this point of, uh, he. you could tell he's a lot calmer now, of course. And you know. Let me say this again, please. Say it again. Mental health is real. It is. <laughs> Black mental health is real. It is. <laughs> because um, when you hear Mike talk, even in past interviews and interviews now, it sounds kind of scary. It does. You could tell he struggled with things. Mm-hmm. Substance abuse, just mm-hmm. regular just abuse, you mm-hmm. know, in mm-hmm. his mental health. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. Actually, sometimes when you listen to him talk now, you feel sad because you're just kind of like, you all right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know, bro. It's gonna be a definitely interesting situation. I know that growing up, you know, you you hear uh, cliches in the family. You know, you you have to know who your real friends are, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can say anyone publicly has literally gone through a gauntlet of not knowing who to trust, it, it would definitely be um, someone like Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like I know him personally at all, but I could think of just so many different instances where. You you can't trust nobody, bro. You know, yeah. what I mean? and, and that's that's really tough to deal with, especially with, with where you are now. And um, I I will say things like this: I I can appreciate how he's attempted to 
whether it be research or just remain mm-hmm. relevant or whatever as far as his career is concerned it's been really dope to see um i hope that he continues getting that coaching and help or whatever else is going mm-hmm. on but he seems to be in the at least decent space he um, he, he seems well we talking I, about where he know. came from exactly it, like he's that's it. definitely that's in a better space yeah. it seems you yeah. know what i'm saying but definitely still scary as you said yeah um brianna taylor covers oprah's magazine um what's your feelings on that because I think this is only the second time somebody's covered Oprah's magazine besides Oprah. You, you, man, you do ask the tough questions. That's good. And this is, uh, it's layers to the timing of such. Um, I don't know, bro. Could be seen as insensitive in one way. Could be seen as genius in another. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to mix death and business. Sometimes it's hard to mix tragedy and opportunity. Mm. However, they do go hand in hand. Um, therefore, and I'm not gonna lie, I had a couple of photographers reach out to me and ask me, "Do I feel like it's opportunist, opportunistic?" You don't have uh, to situation. ask that. You don't have to ask that. That that's a known. The point, and I think the real question is, where do we draw the line? Who gets to draw the line? And how far do we get to push the line? Mm. Because when we're someone like Oprah, who's going to Check that and go up against that. Yeah. Hello, Russell Simmons. But, um, yo, hold on before you go. Do we? Russell got his doc the hell up out of here, bro. It's amazing what people with power and money can do. How far bro. are we going to draw the line? How far are we going to push the line? I can't go in and comment on that, but it, you know what I'm saying? If you're into those types of conversations, please, you know, JMLaws704 on Instagram, <laughs> Joshua AM Laws on Facebook. That is what I'm all about, truth seekers. Um, but it's crazy, man. His Different doc paradigms. is paradigm. For those who do not know, the Russell doc is out. Is it? It's out on Showtime. Man. But from what I've heard, because I've been did it just come it. out? No, it's been out. It's for been months. out for oh, okay. From what I've heard okay. is that doc, you have to jump through hoops to watch it. It ain't on Showtime, but it's on Showtime's like a sh- partners of Showtime thing where you mm-hmm. have to get like two different packages to That's get it to mm-hmm. watch it. Mm-hmm. And I heard like, I heard that the person who was in charge of bearing this doc mm-hmm. should be applauded and get a medal. I, I think um, just because oh, man, this is my homeboy. Hold on. Hey. <sighs> Hello. Oh, good. He ain't even on the thing. <laughs> Yo. Don't say nothing inappropriate. I got you on my podcast. My homeboy Laws is here. I got to call you back. Praise the Lord. How do you feel about Oprah having Brianna uh, Taylor on her magazine? Did you even know that? Mm, no, I didn't know that. So you need to start doing your research. Did you watch the Beyonce uh, thing? Of course. How was it? Black is King. It was bomb. You're a liar. You just love Beyonce. Yeah, it was bomb. Yeah, you sound like a liar. I've heard I, that a couple times, too. Yeah, You can't trust nothing this nigga said. This nigga be lying. Bro. <laughs> I don't be lying. It was fact. Did you watch it? No, I ain't watch. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. But I got to figure out. I, yeah. I need to find somebody that's a... Uh, is it objective or subjective? I don't know which one it is. Objective. Objective on this matter. You should tell her. It's good. I mean, it's wrong. She did a good job. The question is what makes it good? Yeah, what makes it good? That's what laws want to know. Uh, laws can hear you, by so, the way. I know he's going to What really makes it, it good or the quality? Like, everything Everything was well thought out. You know what I mean? 
when I watched it, I didn't realize I was about to watch a long music video. So I thought it was going to be like content, but it was it was really good. It's good for the culture. I'm surprised you're not talk saying nothing inappropriate and being uh, rude right now. But it's probably because you know I have you on yeah. air. I about to say it's like you the perfect call. You literally just said don't say anything inappropriate. <laughs> Oh, bro, turn it off on one time, man. No, because he'll say some <laughs> shit and we have to end his like, whole He's like, bro, I'm ready to go. <laughs> ah. All right, man, we about to get you off the phone because we about to talk about Tahiri and Vado snatching her ass up. Did you even see that? Oh, okay. No. You don't watch nothing. You know, get off my phone. No, I haven't done shit. All I've been doing is nothing. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Shout out to Amir. Um, Shout out to Amir. Shout out to Amir. But um, speaking about Vado and Tahiri, let me put it like this if you've dealt with domestic violence um i'm sorry Man. if this is a triggering subject for you i'm sorry I um, get this topic. uh no, i'm just kidding it's crazy though it is crazy it's and insane. and you know to anybody male or female especially my ladies if you're dealing with domestic violence get help get help get out if you can if not get seek help um because you should not have to deal with this. But, so, it's a, this is very layered. For those who do not know, for those who do not watch uh, Ghetto Ratchet Troublesome TV. That's me, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Me too, because I ain't watched this shit. I just seen the clips. Watch that either, bro. You just be highlighting. Just kidding. So, uh, Vado and Tahiri are on this marriage or relationship boot camp, whatever the BS you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what comes out is that Tahiri's talking about Vado, mm-hmm. and Vado jumps up, snatches her up by whatever, and they're fussing. And what happens after that is interesting because nobody moved, everybody froze. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is, uh, the only person who stepped in was the 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 therapist. It was like, hey, hey, hold on, that is, you know, that can't happen here. <laughs> and I guess watching it, what was your initial thoughts? And then I'm gonna share mine. Um, I guess it's interesting to to see and know, and also I guess be able to feel the normalization of such things, mm. actions, which is why you. Basically, why you just emphasize that the only person who said anything or stopped it or, you know, made any att- put any attention to it was the therapist. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I just think it's crazy that it's normalized in, in that way. Um, and coming from my world and my background, I'm, I'm not like, you know, um, absent of violence or domestic of violence or, you know, mm-hmm. aware, not aware of such. But you I personally question what drives a person to that you know, level and extent, especially if, if you're willing to do that publicly, what's going on yeah. in private, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I guess it's just uh here we go again type thing, but I don't know. It's a what, sad case. It, it's definitely sad, and I think what was sadder was uh, I was talking to somebody, I can't say who it is because that person will be mm-hmm. exposed. They're not in no type of situation like this, but they have... Yeah. Fuck, if I say one more thing, y'all gonna know what I'm talking about. I know somebody who, um, but anyway, they said, their comment was, TV does a good job of making sure black folks look crazy on TV. Yeah. And I said, 
mind you, they, that re, their response wasn't to this. I'm applying it to this because it's just that here we go again. Yeah. yeah. And what the thing was, I looked at it and I said, why did y'all find it? Why? And I'm talking about the network. Why yeah. did y'all find it necessary to show that on TV? To because they leaked that ep- that portion of the mm. episode first. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you feel like that was necessary? Why did you feel it was necessary not to leak what happened before that? When, um, for those who do not know, what it came out later was they were all in the kitchen fussing, and Tahiri was throwing. She threw, I think, an apple at his Vado's face, and as soon as that happened, they said, "All right, y'all, let's go over here and sit down." Mm. And then she was explaining why she did, it, and he just snapped. And it was one of those things where it was like, "Yo, I'm upset because yeah. you just hit you just hit me." And we coming in here now. We got to have a discussion. You making excuses, and he snapped. And you know, I'm not excusing what he did because I think what he did was trash. Yeah. I think he, I think, I think it was clear. Um, my thing is always this. Um, going back to what you said, why, you, when that happens, you got to figure out what caused you to snap. Yeah. And what you said earlier today at the 51 minute mark, mental health mental matters. matters. Black mental health. Mental health matters, and it, you know, I looked at that and I said, Vado looks crazy. Yeah, to hear he, um, I feel bad for her because what's come out since then, you know, even Joe Budden speaking on it because he, you know, everybody yeah. knows to hear because of him, at least I feel comfortable in saying that. Yeah, but one of the things he said is she doesn't mind fighting men, and she's dealt with that life or that part of her life for right. a long time, and even as a woman to for a woman to feel like yo I have to be comfortable or I have to with that mentality with that mentality like I um nothing you know I don't know how you is but I don't like I don't even you, we all as men you get in this thing where you talk to a girl mm-hmm. and she want to play wrestle with you and you you got to be like nah we good yeah I've always been that guy yeah we not play wrestling yeah you're not jumping on me like and you know some things is fun you be like all right but then Cause some things become a reflex, right? And you, I've always been that person. Like I don't want to get caught up in that reflex game. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man. I'm, I'm a tickle cuddle guy. Um, uh huh. <laughs> I, I don't hope that does, you know. I don't care at the, the end of the day, but um, I don't find anything emasculating about cuddling. Um, number nah. one, but I, I like I tickle people. You know, what I'm saying I, I'm I like a small spoon with my wife, right under the neck, right under the armpit, yeah. by the leg. You know, like I like the fun energy, the smile. Ha ha ha. Yeah. If we ever got to like, you know what I'm saying, throw the ones in, it might just be, it's not that it's a problem because I've been around women who is like, that's how they love tap, I guess, is punching you in the arm, whatever. You yeah. Know? Whatever. But I'm not about to be around someone like that consistently because it, that's bred from something that's just not what I'm about. You know Absolutely. What I'm it's unnecessary. And it's it's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. That's how you are. But <sighs> random. <laughs> this is so random. I'm about to put laws on the spot. Yeah. What's one trait a woman have that you like? All right, I gotta get the hell up out of here. Oh, <laughs> Come on, laws. We gotta spice up the podcast, laws. Come on. We didn't even do no drops it's for this different. podcast. Hold on, why you think about it? How we doing drops an hour in? This has been that dope exposure podcast. A podcast about helping our community of photographers to reach the next level in their business. We just leveled We really forgot to do drops. Charlotte photographer Gavin B. It's dope to see the Can I just pay you an exposure? Hell no. Alright. Absolutely not. I'm so sorry for anybody that was listening who were expecting the drops and didn't do them. But I know y'all been looking forward to them the whole time too. Yeah, but there we go. But uh all right, what's one trait that a woman can have and you like I'm getting a hell up out of here. I don't like tip for tap, man. 
Mm. I, I've come to like I do not like to, I like organic, um, genuine things in nature. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, reciprocity is a real thing. Uh huh. And I, there's a distinguishable difference between reciprocity and tit for tat. Mm. Um, you don't have to do something with an expectation. Uh, you don't have to do anything initially with an expectation of something in return. However, you will be surprised how much you will receive if you simply just give out of the nature of doing something um, for for the sake of doing it. Yeah. No, no intention or motive attached. A lot of times um, we understand relationships in general to be a give and take. And that's where the reciprocity comes into play. I think that when people get out of control and want to actually control another person, they misplace uh, their intention in the things that they're doing. So legit, if I sense any of that, you know what I'm saying? I'm up out of there, you know. If you smoke cigarettes, I'm up out of there. Oh, that's easy, bro. <laughs> that's easy. You know, you can hit that, the hookahs, you know what I'm saying? You can yeah, hit, yeah, hookah, you can smoke weed, I don't care. But them cigarettes shot in you, no. Bruh. I mean, hey, hey, to each their own, but just for me personally, you know. Um, the first sign that I noticed that a woman needs attention, I'm out. Needs attention. Cra- not even needs, craves cra- attention. Craves, yeah. Like, I'm, oh, I'm out, out. Like, I feel that. Do, do little shit to be like, oh. Yeah, you got to show that you're independent and can do move on your own. Yo, I can't do it, bro, because I've been there before, and I got to that point. I was like, oh, you know, trying to act all sad, trying yeah. to do all this just to right. say that, yo, I need I, I need some attention. I got to no, be able sir. to get up and go, and I got to get up and go. Yo, Photography I am, is like that, ladies and gentlemen. You are on a photography podcast. Hey. Sometimes the work can get a little sporadic. You know? Yeah, and I don't I don't have time for that. Nah. Um, Speaking of photography, let's get back to it right quick. Um, what's some tips that you live by with photography okay. that you've learned, whether it's in the editing process, whether it's why you're shooting, whether it's talking to customers, like I give you one for me, one tip I live by has to be responding to people. I respond to people as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes I think that don't, doesn't work. Cause if I respond too late at night, sometimes they might not get the email or they might not see it to the like two days later when they scrolling through, but I am keen on making sure I respond to people because I've literally stolen business from people because they said you actually respond to me quicker than they did. Mm -hmm. But so that's one thing I live by. And I always live by, um, now I'm living by like really picking my times better. Mm. Like I'm not shooting. I'm not shooting at one o'clock just because it's more convenient for you Mm -hmm. when I know I can't produce the work that you are, Want me to produce mm-hmm. Like even when me and you shot We shot in the afternoon Like yeah. I was like yo This would be the best time though yep. Like if you need yep. it Now if you come to me Be like Gavin I can only do one o'clock And I'm like alright cool I'm, I might do it then I, But mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a heads up Like yo you might be hot You might be sweating The lighting might be harsh Yeah Or I might just pray That it's cloudy that day <laughs> now, I appreciate that bro Cause I mean I had never done an official Photo shoot with anybody So when you had told me Like oh we're gonna do it at five Because lighting As far as this concerned, I was like oh <laughs> definitely adding that to the arsenal because I didn't have it before, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it just makes perfect sense. What so. tips you live by? Um, hmm. Be original. No. Um, mm. <laughs> in, in, in reality, man, I always remain professional. That's mm. big for me. Um, now, now. Professional has different connotations for as far as different expectations from a mm-hmm. client's perspective than it does from a photographer's. But being prepared, being able to translate that you're prepared and knowing what to do, you know what I mean? 
Um, that's that's always big on my part. Mm. Next to that, treating anyone's work the way that you would treat someone close to you or you would want your own work to be treated, so to speak. And mm. so um, if you pay for a photo shoot, you know, follow through like the communication piece. Absolutely. But uh, whatever you tell someone you're going to do, follow through with that. Absolutely. Um, doesn't matter if it's being on time. Doesn't matter if it's the amount of uh, work you're going to get back, et cetera. Um, the, the rule that I'm living by now, though, is set boundaries and set intentions. Mm. So I think that's going to be my new one going forward. Two things. Uh, we talked about setting boundaries. That's why we're not setting up an in-home studio type thing. Right? <laughs> and so uh, setting intention is knowing what you're what you want to do and what you want to get out of photography. OK, I've gone through. Um, photography, not knowing exactly what I wanted to do. And what I will say is that you begin to feel as if you have wasted time. Mm. Um, I feel like every experience has given me um, information to take back and to learn from. So that's been great. Yeah. But if you do not know, as you already talked about, man, I love how it all comes full circle. If you do not have an end goal in mind, if you do not have a projection of where you see yourself and where you want to go, yeah, you will get in this endless cycle of just doing the work to do work. Um, and no one's trying to do work to do work. You can go get a nine to five for that. Mm. And so um, setting your intention of what it is that you want to do and what you're capable of doing and, and even pushing and challenging yourself. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what those tips condense down to in those words or whatever. But yeah, bro, definitely set your intention and set your boundaries. Absolutely. So <laughs> I wish we had a little dun dun dun. We, I need a new <laughs> news button. So we have a notebook. Yeah. Uh-oh. It is called the Expose Yourself Notebook, where Laws has to read a question out of the notebook. Shoot. But this to uh, exciting. Well, wait till you see the questions there, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. They get raunchy by the page, so just be careful. Oh, but word. for you to answer, you you have to put a question in there afterwards. You have to be willing to do that afterwards. Okay. So oh, that's um, dope. All right. So with that being said. I want to thank everybody for listening, man. Um, I definitely want you to check out our podcast page on Facebook, the Paid and Exposure Podcast. Also, um, please make sure you're, I'm looking at laws, trying to find him a question. It's always a funny ass thing to deal with. Yeah, it um, is. Uh... I need everybody to do that. I need everybody to check out uh, us on Twitter. It is no more pie on Twitter. It is pretty crazy. Um, it's super fun. I talk about some crazy things. Let me figure out what the last thing I was talking about. Um, shout out to Jay Marty. He's in here right now. Shout out to shout out to my bride and groom from uh, Saturday, Greg and Tierra. They're probably not listening to this because they're not photographers, but but I must shout them out just because their energy, um, what they were able to do for me. For those who do not know. Um, if you do not know, planning a wedding, having a wedding, shooting, a wedding, if anything dealing with a wedding during COVID is absolutely stressful, I can imagine. He got his question. Oh, you just saw a question. Bro, I'm, I'm going through these. These are some wild questions. I got to only answer one, right? Yeah, you only got to answer one. Man. So, um, and make sure y'all follow Jam Law 704. Um, do the. It's, it's definitely going to be an interesting thing there. But shout out to Greg and Tierra, man. I love them. They they were great people. I had a bunch of fun with them. Uh-oh. My wife put me on Instagram. Okay, cool. Oh, oh man. I see some funny stuff, though. Come on, man. Which one you want to do? The one you're looking at. All right. Go ahead. Right. And, go ahead. What's the question? Oh, and if the person's name is beside it, then you got to say their name. Because they want you to know that they uh, wrote that. 
Oh, this is easy. Would you date, have a relationship with someone who has previously had sex with someone of the same sex? Should have known. <laughs> uh, at Kiana, or at KSS7 oh. <laughs> underscore. Shout out to Kiana. Shout uh, out to Key. And absolutely. I don't see anything wrong with that. From okay. From purview and perspective. So, the reason why, oh, for me, if I, um, if, well, I only date women, so if I, you know, See what I'm saying? That's really easy, easy, bro. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like so, that. that came from, because we had the conversation about women who don't date men who have slept with men before. Bruh, now it's so crazy that you... Oh, that's so wild. It's so... <laughs> why is it wild? Let me, let me tell you why, man. I've been asking, right? Let me not say it that way because I get looks when I ask. So, you know, <laughs> I'm a very curious individual, so I like to know society's view on things. Not society even, but the black culture's view on things. Absolutely. You know I have asked, let's just say, three black women. More than that, but three black women. Yeah. If a man has been with a man and then he wants to be with a woman and have a family, is he still considered gay? Mm. Now, I learned to stop asking that question because if you ask that question randomly as a man, women are taking it as if you try to tell us. Laws is coming out on the podcast. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, that's not even close. I'm just trying to make sure I'm politically correct. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because like <laughs> yeah. and, and it ain't because of nothing, but it's just like I, I wanna know because it's interesting. Just like the whole tranny conversation. I need to know how to oh, now they have pronouns or whatever. So it they might be a there and they. Yeah. So if I gotta be all that politically correct, you know what I'm saying? Why not everything else? But you gotta put your question in there. It's a pen right here. That you, is right. That you is take right. your time though. Bro, that's a crazy that, You can do it what, after the podcast. How do women feel about that, man? Well, that's so crazy. That question came from because she was here when we had this conversation. Yeah. And we had a conversation because black women do feel strongly about saying, no, I won't date a man yeah, who that, used to mess with men. It was on that show, the one that just came out. Um, so it came out later. Yeah, yeah, it came out. The love thing. The, uh, I can't. Blind um, Love. What's it after? Ah, uh, dog. It was on love Netflix. Is love is Blind. There you go. And, um, yeah. So we was that talking. That was funny as hell, too. It was. We <laughs> talked about it a couple of episodes. We was talking about it probably two, three years ago. And it was a group discussion. And it got heated because I was like, yo. I think that's messed up. Like when, the reason why I'm saying it I is. think it's messed up because I had a certain views that they didn't agree with, which is cool. Yeah. But I was like, yo, I find it interesting because let a dude say that about a woman, mm-hmm. women be up in arms, blah blah blah. And of mm-hmm. course, the women. So anyway, if you're a black woman, and you have an issue with that, please let us know. You can check us freely anytime. For facts. Um, you before can't we be deceptive, you know what I'm saying? You got to be honest. So before we get out of here, Boosie had a pool party. No, hey. not one mass in, in, in sight. Oh, yeah. They get down like that in Atlanta. That's how they're getting down in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, NBA Orlando Magic NBA player Jonathan Isaac um, didn't kneel for the anthem. He's a black man who said that the Black Lives Matter t-shirt movement thing that, and uh, doesn't align with his um, Christian views. Yeah. Um, interesting. I don't know who needs to hear this. But you can be a Christian and agree with Black Lives Matter. I don't. I don't know yeah. where we getting that from. I don't. Yeah. Um, the irony about all that that same game, he tore his ACL in his left knee. So, oh man, that's tough. That is tough. God said you are gonna kneel. Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. That's the first thing go. You bring them to their knees or something God like that. God said, right? "Oh, I got you, buddy." Um, Every knee shall bow. Okay. Basically, well, uh, Ellen. <laughs> 
is done. Ellen, well, Ellen is about to get up out of here. They say she's super rude to her guests, which is kind of surprising because she don't seem like she'd be rude. I was talking to somebody else about Ellen the other day. Now, I'm not bashing in any kind of way. Uh-oh, here we go. I like just when it gets to be good. completely honest that um, it was amazing that when Ellen DeGeneres hit the scene, mm-hmm. let me say it this way. From my purview, it seems as if when Ellen DeGeneres hit the scene, I saw far more rainbow flags mm-hmm. just hit television screens. Yeah. And now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like, every, to each their own, they all, everyone has their choice. It's just that... Um, I didn't see for for a civil rights movement that had been going on for so long. Yeah. And people adamantly trying to get rights. It was amazing to see the wave of Ellen and then the LGBT community come and take over to uh coming and taking over the uh screen presence, if you will, mm-hmm. um, as far as the mainstream media is concerned, to talk about all of the problems within said community. Yeah. When LGBTQ um, or the the logic and thought process behind thereof mm-hmm. has been existent for a long time, right? We talked. Yeah. There's um, conversations during the Harlem Renaissance about said things as far as the black community is concerned, but um, um, lesbianism, gay, uh, gay, what be LG, lesbian, gay, transgender, all, mm-hmm. that that's been around since the beginning of time, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's been an ongoing battle. Mm-hmm. I understand that over societies well before America, even I'm sure. But again, to see that the civil rights movement with MLK and then, then you have um, the RG, RBG, uh, Red, Black, and Green, um, and the Nation of Islam with Malcolm X, what, to see that black people struggling is still not nearly as prominent yeah. uh, as far as just in, in the political conversation, in the political realm. Yeah. We've seen so many changes um, and changes in our society as far as that is concerned. It, it amazes me. Um, how Ellen seemed to be like the uh, um, poster child almost. She and and I, you know, I was thinking about it as you were saying. I was like, dang, it really does feel that way. Um, you know, my my issue with all that is why I feel like she was in that position mm-hmm. to become, and I don't think she threw herself in that. Uh, um, no, I don't think so because a lot of people, you know, they have to. It keep, would be hard to foresee that. Yeah, it would be hard to foresee like, oh, this was coming down the pipeline, right, right, blah blah blah. Right. But. Uh, I think once Ellen got on TV, she was popping. Yeah. I think what really happened is, like America does with everything else, was like, let's exploit this. I agree. And I one agree. of the, and part of exploiting it. She was featured everywhere as the, not a unicorn, but as like the. The like, face. Like, yeah. And you know, one thing, one thing you got to give up to Ellen, at least I don't see it all the time. Like, not even on her show all the time. She's not always talking about it. Mm-mm. And put, and you know, ever really. she's really just her. Normalized. And you know. And but th- part of that is, you know, it was an exploitation that went there, and then you know their group, you know, um, benefited so much of that exploitation yes. because they wanted, they just wanted something, they want to be treated as equal. And sometimes, sometimes, and I tell my boy, uh, shout out to Amir because I wish if he was selling a phone, we would have had it. I would just this is the conversation we should have with Amir. Mm-hmm. Um, how do the, his community or communities deal with being exploited. Absolutely. And because he's black. Right. right. And um, one of the things is he, un- he sees the exploitation for one side of his lifestyle. Yeah. And then he also sees how America doesn't care about the other side of his lifestyle. Right. So, and you know, one of the things I always talk about with people, I say, um, pose for those who do not know pose is a show. It's on, it might be on Netflix. It's about yep, ballroom it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, the LGBTQ community. But all the actors on there 
for the most, all of them are part of the community. Yeah. Besides a few, I think. Because mm-hmm. Elliot Staber's on there. I don't think he's actually, he's not gay. But he messes with a trans on there, right? Yeah. And so, but most of the, um, I remember. Yeah. All the women that's all the women that's on there are. It's actually a dope show. It's actually a very super dope show, yeah. and I I got stuck watching it. One I was day. about to say someone had me watching, and that's what's crazy. I, I actually appreciate them for making me watch. Yeah, it. my my wife was watching one day. I'm like, all right, whatever. She down here. I watch one episode. It turns out to be a dope show. But anyway, they had a pose marathon, um, late like a couple weeks ago, where they had all the actors to come on and mm-hmm. talk because mm-hmm. a lot of the actors are actually singers. Mm-hmm. And they have um, different skills and things of that nature outside of acting, per se. But one thing that Billy Porter got on there, he said, such and such, we're raising money. And the money is going to whatever organization he stated, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife, I said, I wish black organizations would do that. Mm. I said, a lot of people that's giving money to black organizations, hey, I'm donating. I don't want to really do this, but we we here now. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Jordan, I'm donating $100 million mm. to fight rush, racial injustice and to give back. Mm-hmm. Who's getting that money? See, I don't know. See, when the LGBTQ community get their money, mm-hmm. they know exactly where it's going right. and what it's going for. Right. Um, we don't. You know, that's why we deal with Amelie saying, hey, we're going to donate money. And everybody in Charlotte, North Carolina, if you do not know, Omelette's is a white-owned French bakery. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to be donating money. And then people started asking. And they were telling where the money was going. And organizations, they got caught because the organizations was like, yo, no. And the owners had to come out and said, well, cause, which is interesting enough, my wife saw the owners at the protest. Mm. So she was like. So when everything came out, she was like, dog, that's so interesting that they were at the protest. Yeah. And they used it as an opportunity. And then the owners came out and was like, no, we just own the name. We own the spot, but we're managed by such and such. And the managers are not man- – they threw their management under the bus. Pretty much it was like, yo, we going to do our part. But we don't know what he's doing or what he's saying. You know, they got to live up to that. And blame got shifted around, whatever. But the damage was already done. But – so for me, it was just interesting. Also, if you haven't watched Pose before, go watch it. It's actually a super dope show. It's funny. No, it is. And um, I think it gives insight in a genuine way um, to two different things, actually. Um, mm. Not just the LGBTQ community, but um, also the realm in the field of the arts, right? Yeah. Um, in Charlotte, we suffer from underfunding, underexposure, um, just not be taken seriously all around as far as those who are creatives um, here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it, I think I think that's fair to say, I, but I also think that it's fair to say that it's attempting and trying to be rectified. Um, as I mentioned the last time I was on here, uh, Hugh House and also, uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I mentioned them, but 1234 Agency um, and TCUSA. I'm going to shout out those boys. Um, Send have, me my check. No doubt. No doubt. Hefe Lockhart, DJ uh, Pauly Buwap, and um, Jonathan McClain and team. And team. Shout uh, out to those people. And shout out to uh, the photographer, videographer, content, uh, creative, and director, uh, Guardy Swingbag, also A&T alum, Aggie Prod. So that's it for that shout out. But <laughs> if you will, um, that show really does show the struggle of those who don't, you know, they just, they just in academia, they didn't excel or they just had a mm-hmm. passion for, for dance, for music, for mm-hmm. creative um, genres of of um, music, body movement, whatever the case may be, you know, I know people personally who are in this uh, way of life and lifestyle, and it is not easy, right? Yeah, um, they're constantly going to auditions. You're constantly um, putting your body through 
um, let's just say di- not different extremes per se, but just uh, um, different things you have to adapt to to Absolutely. remain relevant inside of that field, right? And so Absolutely. I think that show does an excellent job at doing that for sure. Yeah, and it's um, definitely a dope show. Yeah. Um, Trump wants to delay the election. <laughs> man, my man Trump is legendary, yo. Like. I can't help but to look when I look around in the space I'm in now. I see Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying, some magic and and just a little bit of everything that can inspire. Uh It amazes me and also scares me and frightens me. Who the hell is going to be looking up to this president that is in office today, Um, bro? He's an anomaly. He's he's a but he's doing things as I spoke of before that are just unprecedented. It's a lot to account for. He came in and said, "Oh, I'm gonna shake something up." Yeah, with intention. Hey, he set his boundaries and he set his intentions. You feel me, (laughs) bro? One thing you gotta give Trump. We knew knew we was getting when he got. He told us we we did. We, you know, super. um, On Home Alone, he let the past. He let a five year old run through the hotel with no adult supervision, bro. He hasn't been of normal standards for a while. Exactly. Um, Last but not least, Bobby Brown taught Michael Jackson to do the moonwalk. Somebody got to stop Bobby Brown, man. Bobby Brown is unstoppable. <laughs> um, unstoppable. Laws, give out your information. Um, give us all your information. Oh, man, it's pretty simple. Jam Law 704 on Twitter. It's a. Come on, man. Now, um, yeah, Jam Law 704, all platforms for the most part. I'm not really active like that on Twitter, but you can find me there. Um, definitely on Instagram. Um, stay posted, stay tuned. Definitely uh-huh. come out with some things under uh, the umbrella of JL, uh, J Law's Productions. Okay. Um, looking to have these conversations. So uh, tap in with me. Um, like I said, I'm looking to to talk to, have conversations with, interview the everyday person. You understand? Um, understand what their processes are like, what mm. makes them successful. Their success within every single one of us. Um, there is not some pinnacle to be reached. Um, just much like happiness, it is not a destination, but it is a way of life. And so um, breeding success is a continuous thing on this journey. It's not something that you will achieve in the years to come. Um, it is something that you were doing today. You Were, were you successful today? Did you put work in? Did you mm-hmm. um, set a goal? And, and were you able to reach that thing? So like I said, definitely trying to have more conversations um, in that regard. And um, yeah, man, let's just look forward to seeing where it's going. Bro, I can't wait to see it, witness it. Hey, can't um, wait to have you on, bro. For real, hey, for real. whatever you need, bro. I'm there, man. I, I appreciate, appreciate you for coming through. Out, bro. And, as always, we got to do this more often. Hey, for facts, man. For facts. Hey, I'm gonna stop being such a ghost, man. I have been ducked off, but I, I'm, I'm about to you get have. busy as my well, man as you know. Grizzly. Shout out, to, out here. shout out to Corey, man. Hopefully, yes, the baby girl comes this week, man. Yes, sir. Shout Hope, out to baby girl. Man. Hopefully, it's on the way. Man. Exciting times. Hey, but we're gonna holler at y'all next time for sure. Y'all hold it down. Walk him down, 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 walk him down. Nigga, I was posted on the corner where the J.